ஹலோ ஐம் பேக் வித் இட் நாதர் ஸ்டோரி இட்ஸ் டைட்டில்ட் இட் டேக்ஸ் எ லிட்டில் மேஜிக் ரிட்டன் பை டேவிட் காப்பர்ஃபீல்ட் I was performing on network television specials and just beginning to have an audience. I started getting letters from people who liked my work and from aspiring magicians asking for advice. One letter stood out. It started typically the writer asking how to perform a sleight of hand trick. Judging from the handwriting, I assumed it was from a school student. So I sent back answer to his questions. but the writer wrote again to ask if i could get him booked on the tonight show seeing as how i hadn't even been on the tonight show i didn't quite know how to help still we began to correspond and a few letters later the writer enclosed a newspaper article about himself the picture accompanying this piece showed a man in his 20s in a wheelchair i read more closely though the childlike handwriting might have hinted at this he had never mentioned to me that he suffered from a disability and when he advertised himself as a magician he also never gave any indication of his physical challenges he would get hired to perform at a party or local event and just come rolling out in his chair i asked him aren't people a little surprised when you come in never having mentioned your disability he said that is their problem i thought wow what a great self image he doesn't think of himself as disabled because he had a skill magic he could captivate his audience with the things he could do and not worry about the things he couldn't do i had known since i was a child that magic had this power i remember the first time i performed in a talent show in school Afterwards I walked back into the classroom and all the kids applauded. I loved that feeling and I wanted more. But after corresponding with this young man, I wondered if I could do something different. I saw the possibility of magic helping other people get beyond their problems in the way my friend had used magic to get beyond his disabilities. I took the idea to a rehabilitation center in California and met an occupational therapist there named Julie D. Jean who was working with patients who had suffered physical traumas. I demonstrated magic with items that are actually used in therapy, blocks, ropes, rubber bands. I tried out some illusions with Jenny, an 8-year-old girl who had had a stroke and didn't want to use her right hand at all. I taught her this rubber band trick and a short time later watched her perform it with her right hand. Her face glowed with pride. 
I looked around and saw that everyone else there, the girl's parents, the therapist, were crying. That is when I realized we had something. Julie, the other therapist, and I developed a program that uses magic as a therapy for patients. Project Magic We went through all the books trying to find illusions and defects that could be therapeutic and took them into hospitals. Through the program, I got to know Steve, who was not in good shape at all. He had suffered head trauma following a motorcycle accident. When you are in a physical therapy, you rarely get a genuine response from family members. They'll say things like, oh, you look handsome today. When the truth is that, when you are in therapy, you don't look your best. One day, I stopped by to see Steve in his hospital room and he was all dressed up. His hair combed and slicked back for the first time in a long time. His family was with him. Through Project Magic, he had learned to do magic with the rubber band and the result was quite amazing. This guy couldn't even smile before. There had been no movement in his face. But when he did his first piece of magic for his parents and brother, their mouths dropped. It was probably the first genuine response he had got from them since his accident. When he saw that, one side of his mouth started to curl up into a smile. Once, a guy came up to me at a benefit in Los Angeles and started handing me a $100 bill. He said, you helped me get my father back. His father had had a stroke and was angry at the world. He had locked himself in his room and was so despondent that he would literally only crack the door open for food. One day, the father opened the door for food and his son, who had heard about the project magic, stuck his hands inside and did a one-hand trick with a rope. The father opened the door wider, motioning for his son to do it again. Eventually, he invited his son into the room to teach him magic and little by little it brought the man back into the world. The reactions people have carry a lot of weight with me. I know if my shows are good based on the audience's response. I feel the same way about the reactions people have to the work of Project Magic. I see the looks of delight on the faces of patients and families and I know this is doing some good. Their lives are better. In my life, I am still searching for a balance between personal time and work because I loved the responses I got when I performed magic. I focused 100% on my work but I paid a price. I put too much emphasis on the craft and never gave myself enough time to just be me. Project Magic is what finally helped change that. It taught me not just about the power of magic, but about the power of people. I appreciate a hug or a smile from someone the program has helped. I was in Scrooge before I started Project Magic. 
I was just a focused guy. But there are some similarities. But there are some similarities. At the end of a Christmas carol, Scrooge wakes up from a life where work is all that matter to him. Ready to live in a whole new world. His life has changed completely and so has mine.